Hello and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast dedicated to geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. My name is Everett, and I'll be your host, and welcome to our episode over 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, We missed out on this one last year until I saw it on December 30th, and now have more recently decided to show it to Seth and Matt. And so I had a wonderful conversation between those two guys and Kendall, who had watched it with me previously. And there are, of course, spoilers for the movie, uh, as well as some minor spoilers for John Wick. Unless you are pure and didn't ever see the trailer, in which it is a major spoiler. Um, Cloverfield, the Evil Dead movies, and Alien. Other than that, enjoy the conversation, guys. Doing what you want. Well, I'm sorry, Matt. Yeah, sorry. I, I hope that you're. I'm sorry, you had I a bad week. I guess the week's week. over, isn't it? Week I was next I week will be I better. Have, maybe, uh, hopefully, supplied a, a a good time by showing you Tin Cloverfield Lane. Cause it was I, nice to get out, man. I wanted to show you this movie for a while because I thought you'd enjoy it. I thought you had already seen it. No, actually, uh, I had not seen this one. I've not seen Cloverfield either. Like that's a that's a gap. I've never seen mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and Ten Cloverfield Lane was on my list last year, but then I thought we could go ahead and do that because our uh, Geek Cinema Awards is coming up, and that's just a little fun take on the awards show that we're doing. But and we actually have our poll, a poll for it on yeah. Facebook. We put all the nominations up, and so anybody can go on there and vote. But we Kuba, had two strings vote for it. Uh, Tin Cloverfield Lane is one of the three in best thriller horror. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in best actress in a nerdy film, and I think John Goodman might have been in there too for best actor. Do we have results yet? I don't know. I haven't looked. Okay. I'm gonna still. I figured we'd put two. I think we'll have two podcasts out with the knowledge that the poll is on our Facebook app. Facebook.com slash Geek Cinema Pod. So anybody can vote. We'll probably leave it up till the day before we do that, whenever, in a few weeks. Awesome. Uh, but that's coming up. Other than that, I know we've got uh, still Lego Batman comes out next week, as well as John Wick 2. That's the one I want to see. And I Seth finally saw Star John Wick, and you really I liked loved it. it. No, have I didn't really John like it. Wick? I loved it. I have no int- I had no interest to see John Wick. Like um, I saw like half you don't of like John action movies. No, not really. Like I see, I I've seen don't half either. of John Wick, and I was bored. Yeah, I don't. I normally. I mean, I think we discussed this our, on our last podcast, but I normally don't like. I don't like, uh, uh, like shoot shooting. Yeah, action movies, shootout yeah. action films, but Usually that one's different. so different. Yeah, it. And it's it so incredibly choreographed. The oh, entire yeah. thing. That was a thing that uh, yeah, really got me. Choreography was great. Yeah. From what I what I saw, and I just I two movies I think last year came out about people that were angry about their animals being killed, and it was Keanu, or no, that cat was kidnapped in Keanu. I don't and know, I, but I never no saw idea. it. And then uh, John Wick comes out with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, it's about his dog. Interesting. Uh, I don't know. Uh, sad. Um. But other than that, this since the, our last podcast, we always start talking about what we've seen. Hmm. Uh, I finally. And I'm sure we'll talk about this in our um, year review podcast because you mentioned movies that you had never seen before mm-hmm. that you finally got around to watching. Uh, I finally watched Big Trouble in Little China. 
Did you like it? You watched I Academy? loved it. I figured you would. Yes, of course. You did not want to watch that. That's been in my list forever, and I've been I, every time we pass it, I'm like, right hey. <laughs> anyway, Seth, you need to see it. Mm, yeah, you Kurt like Russell, it, I think, is now my favorite '80s action star. You've seen I mean, Escape from LA and all, or New York and all that. Just LA, not New York. Oh, okay. I've seen Escape from LA, which I guess is a '90s movie, but still. But then, it's and funny. the thing totally convinced me. Mm-hmm. And then after seeing this movie, it's great. You'd love it. Yeah, you would. Hmm. Uh, it's very over the top. Oh, it's over the top. Uh, it's fun. little China. Yeah. yeah. Um, China. There's some very. You you'll just have to watch it. Uh. Yeah. I if you wanted to do a thing on here about it. Oh yeah, fun. I'd love to. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, that way Kendall can watch it too. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's another movie be- that you I watched. The Fly. Oh yeah, I watched the old the original Fly movie, and I thought that was good. But and so hopefully. Now you haven't seen. Did you watch the original Fly? I didn't watch either. Oh okay. You just have no interest in it. Period. Not really. Okay. I was gonna say the the remake is a lot different than the old one. So I didn't know if maybe you watched the old one and that one turned you off. I'm sure I've seen parts of it. Uh huh. So you watched the original Fly? Mm-hmm. You liked it? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was really, it was a nice. I I usually like '50s horror movies, so it was it was fun. Obviously, the effects are lacking. Right. That's what you got. Give and take. Yeah, it was, I mean, a it was fun the best story. for what they had back yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, if you want, do you want? Have you seen anything? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean. We had Groundhog Day, and uh, right. so I watched Groundhog Day. <laughs> have you seen that before? On loop. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I enjoyed that. I, enjoyed I have, that. but it's been since I was, since I was living a in wee Minnesota. A little. And I got a whole, I mentioned A wee this, lad. A wee lad, yeah. I mentioned this he to you, mm-hmm. um, but I got a hold of an alien movie that was a sequel to the original film made in between Alien and Aliens that they want you to totally forget about, and it's called Alien 2 on Earth. Oh. Huh. And uh, you can't find it over here. I'd, I found it over in the UK and had it imported, and I am, I've am i never seen it. I've heard... I mean, it's exactly like it sounds, like it's an alien on Earth, mm-hmm. um, and I've heard it's very, like, very violent... So, but I've never seen it before, and uh, yeah, I was gonna save it, and we could yeah, watch it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, we could do it on this. Yeah, I did see one other thing this week. Uh, I saw the final Resident Evil movie, and if you have, if you followed that series for six films, it is a very satisfying ending. Oh, okay. So well, it thanks. is the last. I thought one. about starting it. Yeah, it's the last one. Oh, but it's a very satisfying ending. Like. Unlike most films that go on for set, like look at the Saw franchise. That thing is like seven films, like insane. And like how do you end the franchise like that? Right, and that's kind of what I was wondering with this one. But uh, it was actually pretty, pretty, pretty well done. Way better than I expected. Uh, if do you want your headphones on Kindle? <laughs> it's just a, it's fifteen seconds. Your fifteen seconds. Uh, the oh. <laughs> you last fifteen seconds. Oh, he got you. <laughs> The only other movie we watched, which Kindle didn't care for it, but I'd like to talk about it. Uh, I wanted to implement a new segment where we talk about uh, movies Kindle doesn't like. No, that would be a good one too, though. All of them. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. Where we have a movie that we've seen or such recently that we really enjoyed and we'd like to recommend, but not necessarily Mm -hmm. do a podcast over. I'd like to say that I do not. 
recommend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> I and we're uh, I decided to title this Geekamendations. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, it's time for Geekamendation. Hey, hey, it's time for Geekamendation. That is the best thing. That is Recommend the... me something, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is it playing again? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that, that... Recommend me something, guys. Oh, my gosh. Did I feel like that? I... Did you take my voice and, like, put that there? <laughs> yes. When did you do I that? Feel it. <laughs> um, take all the weird sounds uh, I make in podcasts. Thursday or something? A couple days ago. That was was I not home? Uh no, I intended to put drums over it, but I we ended no, up that's recording great. tonight. That's perfect so. as it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's drums. the song for Geek Emendations. Anyway, <laughs> uh, me and Kindle. Well, actually, I'm not, not going to even include Kindle. I was at the rental store. Excuse you. Well, you weren't there. I was returning a movie, <laughs> and I just decided to go in. Uh, and the rental store here has these their favorites. Se- no, they're not their favorite section. They have a you can rent two movies two for a dollar for a dollar in for the five old section. And so I found uh, I think I rented Whip- Whiplash. Yeah, didn't end up getting to watch it. Oh. get out! Sorry, didn't like get to watch movie. it. Uh, but then there was another one I saw with Scarlett Johansson's face, and I like Scarlett Johansson. We it's love Scarlett from a Johansson. 2014 movie Lucy? called Under the Skin. Oh yes, have you seen it? Yes. Okay, this is one reason. As I'm watching the entire film, I'm thinking Matt would love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Matt did love that movie. Um, but at the same time, I'm thinking Kindle probably doesn't like this movie. Um, it's a uh, a deep dark indie sci-fi movie if you want to sit there for an hour and go what the fuck and have no clue what's going on and i'll be a little bored you'll love it did you watch it yes see i didn't feel like that at all i hated it all right i do like saying what the fuck it's a slow burn it's very slow there's no uh, burn at all (laughs) i can't even burn that's not true yeah it's a slow burn (laughs) Slower and uh, yeah. yeah, like sci-fi. There's horror. a fire in the movie. Oh, I think um, the joke. Stupid. So is this where you guys recommend movies to me? Yes, that because I'm the only. I, one. I, I also think your brother would love this movie. Uh, oh, we, me and Seth, why and, am I uh, His brother this? Trent were hanging out at Taco Bell after Ooh. a movie recently, and we were talking, and Seth was talking about how he loves books, and Trent said, "Yeah, I like books too, but I think my favorite media is film." And he was saying because with film you can portray a story without dialogue, and this yes. movie has very little dialogue. It made me think. That's one reason I thought Mad Max Fury Road was so good was because they it was a great yeah, story. That with was the best movie little, ever. Minimum dialogue. Yeah. Uh, this movie that way, uh, but without I. I never go on Rotten Tomatoes and leave a review, but this movie I had to, so I was just going to read read that real quick, but I said, Why? Definitely not a film for the casual moviegoer or lesser. A very melancholic, slow burn film with captivating visuals and a haunting score to take the lead as opposed to the usual role of dialogue. Scarlett Johansson will make you, will make you fear her character as well as pity her. Perhaps not a film for everyone, possibly the most overlooked film of 2014. That's my opinion. You Not Kindles Smith. at all. 
Not mine. At you all. wordsmith. Oh, I, thank uh, you. Welcome. But I, I gave it uh, four stars. Huh? Yeah. Well, it's worth it. Would I like it? Yes. Maybe. I'd try it. I, I'm, I'm not going to say, say yes. you'll like it. Me? But not for the reasons he says. Here's the oh. thing. Here, here. I'll give you something it, interesting. Get naked. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'll give I'll give you two things. One, it tells you the point of view of the alien. Not of really. This, of this film. Barely. Visual storytelling. Barely. To you. But if you want something interesting, mm. you can pick up the book and it tells the opposite point of view. Oh, that would oh. be way more interesting. And me. so it actually makes it's interesting in that it makes a full experience. Like you can watch the book and love the book and then watch the movie and see the book from a different point of view. That's cool. Yeah. That's really interesting. <laughs> it's one of those rare movies. Oh, well, hold on. I'm gonna... He had to explain every single thing. To Kendall. And half of my questions to, were never to answered. To figure out what exactly happened, but I still, I didn't mind finding the answers that way. I do. Um, it's one of those rare movies where the critic rating is much higher than the audience. Right. Yeah, yeah, 85% of critics liked it, where 55% 55. of audiences liked it. Damn. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. But that's my uh, recommendation. recommendation. Hey, hey, it's time for Geek Amendation. Hey, hey, it's time for Geek Amendation. I like it. I really like it. me something, guys. I don't know why, but it made me kind of think of like Japanese. Like I keep thinking you're gonna say like recommend me something, senpai. Or some, yeah, worst. it nope, just it nope, gave me chills. Like gave me chills. There. Yeah, just and, you. Yep. Yeah. Just, sorry, you're alone on that just one. Just you. <laughs> I like it though. I like it a lot. Well, speaking of uh, Resident Evil, oh. um, it's not like Ten Cloverfield Lane. No, it's mm. not. Which is the movie we just watched. We did. Yes, and we did. Kendall and I finally caught this on the day before New Year's Eve because I was trying to catch up on 2016 movies to make my list. And luckily I did because it made my list. And this was by far, this is one of the best thrillers I've ever seen. In my opinion, my humble opinion, it's guys. It's good. It's good. Uh, but I thought you guys would like it. So that's why I wanted to show it to you. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts on this one, but I really I really really enjoyed it. If they're metaphors, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, actually they're not. This is a pretty <laughs> straightforward film. Well, sort of. Okay. Uh, there's Good some grief. there's there's a little subtext, but I mean it's pretty much a straightforward film. Mm-hmm. Um, when I I think the first time I saw heard about this. Maybe I think it, what t- when did it come out? I don't know. Um, it came out in March. I think I saw the first trailer for this. I was hanging out with my family. They were watching the Super Bowl, and I was there for commercials. And I think this played during the su- Super Bowl the year before it came out. Hmm. And it was just a a teaser. Right. And I think it involved the dinner table. Yeah, I think. And I gave you too. basically nothing. Like I didn't know they were in a bunker. Right. Or anything, yeah. and it, I see the name Cloverfield, so I'm like, that must be related to the the former mentioned film Cloverfield, Cloverfield. right? Yeah. Um, which I had seen. I thought it was really good. It was a completely 
you, Matt has yet to see it, and Seth has, right? Mm-hmm. Completely new take on the uh, found footage film. Mm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I don't, I don't want to give any way, thing away because I think I usually hate found footage movies, and this was it's very good. Way that, better. That's exactly what kept me away from Cloverfield. Was I also hate found footage or no okay i don't hate found footage i hate play witch no i hate <laughs> shaky cam okay yeah yes and shaky cam is annoying drives me yeah crazy. a lot of like movies type of movies that i like will throw that into makeup for not wanting to uh choreograph cool fights and whatnot yeah and uh like i can handle it in small doses like yeah. this movie had it actually I don't know if you noticed, but whenever we saw the alien again, mm-hmm. it became a sh- handheld shaky cam. Uh, at the very whenever we saw the dog creature and actually got a good look at it, and she took off running. Right. Um, and I was like, "Oh hell!" I was like, "Don't turn into that! Don't turn into that!" It didn't. It brought it back for a second, which felt appropriate. But yeah, yeah. that's what kept me away from Cloverfield was that okay. I just don't do that. Yeah, I, I I normally hate it. Like, there's so many movies out there. Uh, it was like a fad for a while, yes. and it's usually annoying to me. But that movie, it made so much sense. Um, much like the visit where they implemented the girls doing a documentary, and mm. this, it's just somebody who happens to have a video camera at a party, and then he just takes it with him during this crazy event. Yes, the only found footage films that uh, I've seen that I I like that I genuinely like. Um, I think Paranormal Activity did it uh, in an interesting way. Not that I really like those films. They're, they're somewhat enjoyable. But a movie called Project Almanac, which is about time travel, but also has a handheld shaky cam, and it's kind of found footage, but mm. kind of not. It was a really interesting thing. But, uh, I if think you, I didn't finish that movie. If you, have, if you have Hulu, you can see it on Hulu. I think I got bored. <laughs> Does he draw? My experience with Shaky Cam I don't or remember him drawing uh, uh, found footage Must is be a different movie. VHS. That movie terrified me. I hate that movie with a dying passion. Ugh. I I didn't I don't know I wasn't crazy about VHS but I I hated the the found footage aspect yeah, of it. I, I hate but I also like anthology films so I was like I'm gonna watch it anyway because it was four separate stories. Yeah, it was. Well, it's funny that. Uh, Oh, I'm interested because y'all did you have a idea of what Cloverfield was though? No. What I do you mean what Cloverfield like from the trailer? Was? No, the movie, the Cloverfield. Uh, no, I, too it. far away to remember. See, with me seeing it, um, I had a a preposition for what I thought this movie was gonna be like mm-hmm. because I thought it because I you know there's the connection and everything and with the title. So I think I probably had a much different experience than you guys. I would assume anyway. Yeah, right. Um, but actually this movie, um, it was originally made as a low budget script called The Cellar. And then Paramount bought it and started producing it under Bad Robot. And then they decided to do rewrites and to make it fit the universe. Yeah. And Which- one... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. One reason I thought you'd be really interested in this is because they've, after this one, they've announced the next movie. Yes. And it's supposed to be an anthology Mm -hmm. series. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like Twilight Zone-esque. Like, it all takes place in the same universe. And when I heard that, it made so much sense because uh, J.J. Abrams is a huge 
Twilight Zone fan. Yeah. And so I got really excited when I heard that because after seeing this is when I heard that. It, it feel And it feels so much like a Twilight Zone when you get to the end because the only, like, one of the weird parts of the movie is that it's called He Lives at 10 Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. And the Cloverfield is involved in the other movie. Right. And so there's that connection. But it actually feels very Twilight Zone-esque in that way. It does. I remember uh, talking about the original Cloverfield whenever that thing got announced and the trailer was out, everybody thought it was fake. Nobody thought it was real. They thought it was the new Godzilla film. That's what I remember about Cloverfield. And I'm not a, I'm not a Godzilla fan or anything like that. So I, it just, it never grabbed me, but I remember there was so much speculation around that. Of course it didn't end up being Godzilla, but this movie, it did feel like a twilight zone episode. Like you're talking about. Uh, and I loved that. I actually really, really, really enjoyed this movie much more than I anticipated. I loved how it started out with just complete you like, like music, having to put just the no, no dialogue. Going on. Yeah. Um, and I was curious, like, I, like, was she actually, my first question was like, is she actually married? Of course we found out she was. Um, and I was wondering why she I left. She was engaged. Maybe she was engaged. She was in a relationship. Yeah. Something, but she left a diamond ring behind. Yeah, that's why I assumed it was engagement. But I thought that was uh that was interesting. I was wondering the whole time, like, why why did she leave? Like I felt like there was gonna be something in there. Maybe like I I was an pre- argument. Well, I, I was predicting it got it was an argument that turned violent and so she had to stand up to him or something, think- or she had to hide in that she had to get away from him, and then He's that saying would... saying he thought it was going to be answered. Yeah. yeah. Well, she had a line in there that kind of answered it, where... Because she always runs. She always runs when the going gets tough, tough basically, yeah. is what right. it was. And I don't know. Like, I was just... I was predicting it was going to be something more, more of a trope where the husband or whatever beat her, and that gave her the strength to stand up to the big guy. Howard, mm-hmm. in okay. this case. Yeah, uh, it's interesting seeing it the second time and writing notes versus the first time and just trying to figure out everything is happening. And so in that first scene, you do get when she's running and crying and you can, I already know about the phone and everything, but you get to see all of her like drawings of the Mm -hmm. dresses she's making. And then the, Mm. she's got the measuring tape for that. And uh, she grabs the bottle of wine wine or or whiskey or whatever to take with her which she ends up using as a Molotov cocktail at the end. Yeah. Uh, But, like, I don't know. The first time seeing this, I just didn't know what to think because I'm thinking, has the events of Cloverfield already happened, which is when New York City gets attacked. Right. I was trying to figure out the whole time, like, what was the timeline here? Yeah, but then obviously you figure out that something has happened, so that's what I take is, oh, New York. But I'm like, what, isn't she, like, in the south or something? all the cornfields and whatnot right which we later found out is louisiana but i don't know the beginning of this movie is yeah like you said I, it starts off with the music and stuff but then it goes into the you get a little more with the phone and she's obviously left him even though because they had a fight and then we get this crash out Jesus. of nowhere that was the first jump scare that's got me in a while <laughs> it was, like it was really, actually really, really funny because like Right before that happened, it was just casual driving, and my thumb, it like had a weird pain in it, 
and I was holding a cup. So I looked down at my thumb, and then it happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. That's, <laughs> see, that's kind of what I was doing. Like, I was writing notes, and I, like, I just kind of looked up, and, like, as I looked up, bam, I was like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. And the sound design on this movie is beautiful. Like, right, that dropout for each title yeah. at that point. Yeah. And then, speaking of titles, the actual title i'm so glad i saw alien last year because the title sequence of that movie is so cool where the mm. the each mm. letter gets built a little more and this movie kind of made me think of that where it starts off with just cloverfield and then it and melts then the, yeah the much. well the lines come off and right. make the ten right. and lane and i think that's so cool and sets the tone so well it does um we also only had a cast of three here it was interesting for uh you say four the well, dead lady. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, she was in it and gone. True. Mm-hmm. Except for a dead body later. But it was kind of, uh, I don't know, I find that interesting because this was a big, this was a studio movie and, like, mm. they have three actors. Like, you know, like, this could be a stage play. This could easily be a yeah. stage play. Yeah, they spent $15 million on it, <laughs> which is great. I imagine they probably just built the bunker. Yeah, I mean, and that we had the CGI at the end, but right. really, right. that was were minuscule. Copy right. and paste <laughs> from Cloverfield. Is a joke. No. This movie was really <laughs> weird for me because I don't know anything about Cloverfield. Now and you don't either. Do. And you don't need to. And no. what one thing that's cool is now you can watch Cloverfield. Yeah. And being an anthology, they're connected. And they're in the same universe, but you don't. They're, they're not, not connected, connected at all. Yeah. It's like seeing a different point of view of the attack. But it made the movie very interesting for me because even... You didn't I, know if he was lying or not. I didn't know if he was lying or not. It does that a lot. It has the very is it or is it not thing. And it, with we've that seen and Cloverfield. And it we carries still on that. literally mm. till the end it's when just she's back and out forth. there and you see the birds and I'm like... Everything's fine. Oh my God. Like how How... What? That's what, what I was thinking. On? Like I was like, that's the twist. Like it was called Ten Cloverfield Lane. We all bought it, and really, right. it's either before or after the attack. Like that was what I was thinking. And then, but of then course, you see the lady. Yeah. And you're like, well, oh, uh, we saw the lady. Snap. Yeah. I thought maybe she was somebody that is like maybe Howard was going out of out of the bunker at night or something, and got tortu- her to do that, torturing this lady. Oh. Yeah. And hmm. she got free. Maybe. That's a good one. I thought maybe he like hired her to do it and they were in on it together. No. Wait, you, you still think that? No. Oh, okay. I, I just said, like, that's what I thought when I was like, what? Okay. And speaking of that lady, like I was predicting, uh, I was like, okay, so. I knew she was going to smash her head against the door. Well, I she did it. that, right? And there was something else that Howard said. Uh, Howard said, and it came true. I don't, oh, it was freezing the lock, right? Mm-hmm. He made that. And then there was the talk about zombies. And I was like, she's going to be a fucking zombie. <laughs> like, here it goes. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she right. gets in there and it, it like it gets quiet for a minute. And I was like, oh, man. Like, And it did that perfect thing where the camera cut off right behind her. Mm-hmm. And she, I was like, oh, she's going to back up and it's going to be a hand. Like, I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil lately. <laughs> right, yeah. And, like, yeah. <laughs> Everything's a zombie. <laughs> That's good. And then yeah. you... Uh, well, yeah, you said it, it It cuts off to where she takes off the mask, but then no, it pulls you back when it, yeah, they release and then the uh, gas she goes, everywhere. Oh, fuck. Like, when it was, she <laughs> sees it actually yeah. coming, I'm like, gotta be kidding. It was literally what I was thinking when I when I saw it. It was, it was funny. Yeah, which I guess, uh, speaking, I, I'd like to go through the whole thing, but, like, on that end part, um, that end, when I'm first watching this, I'm like, 
it's still going <laughs> like because yeah. when she first goes out i'm like okay she made it right but then she climbs up on the truck and sees the spaceship and i'm like oh my and then the explosions happen and she says oh come on and i'm right. like yeah, okay now cut That's it. yeah and then it doesn't they release the little or they release the dog into the field and uh she jumps down and it just keeps going and i'm yeah. like when is this gonna end yeah it, which it, it i'm glad it didn't because we get right. that great scene at the end where she has i mean she figures herself out she right character development character development. She, does, she goes through a transformation yep she didn't I, run i guess you want to so you want to start at the beginning of this one and just kind of go through the whole thing right yeah well when i'm first watching this um and you first meet howard like he first comes in, I'm thinking they're putting the twist on. He's like supposed to be scary, but the trailers when they're in the dinner scene, I guess it made me think he's not a bad guy at all. He just rescued her and it's playing to seem like that. And it's actually going to be about the Cloverfield attack. Right. And so it's going to be about aliens or some or monsters or something, whatever happened there. And it's going to be happening to them, but nope, he's, he's crazy. Well, you know, Ugh. here was my thing with that. Like, I immediately wrote down, I was like, I feel like Michelle should be asking questions instead of sharpening her, uh, <laughs> her, 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 yeah, her crutch to stab this guy yeah. because, like, there wasn't a single question of, like, why am I chained up? What's going on? Like, yeah. she didn't ask a single question. She was just like, please don't hurt me. And it's like, in a situation like that, you got to try and figure out why you were kept alive. Like I would be asking a hundred questions like, why am I alive? Why did you take me here? Like, yeah. I, okay, I'm hurt. Am I chained to this wall for a reason? Uh, are you going to rape me? Like <laughs> I would be having a dozen questions, not preparing to stab this guy who possibly brought you down there and helped you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, I think it's just not her character. Yeah. No, I mean, it played, she doesn't face like people. She runs. And yeah, she runs. She's yeah, doesn't do uh, which, flight. She her character. She's like you said. She she immediately jumps on that, which is way different than the normal horror thriller yeah. female role. Right. Uh, normally they'd cry or something, which is <laughs> sexist, of course. This is so cool to see this girl, um, Michelle. She's resourceful and resilient and super brave. Because this whole time I would have been in the corner crying. Oh yeah, probably. Aww. And she's she she's awesome. I also noticed uh, something early on is that they never say, and I, I don't know if maybe it was because like he Howard just genuinely didn't know, but they avoid talking about that there's aliens outside. I you just don't, I don't think, think he they knew. really knew. Yeah, I I couldn't figure out if he just didn't want to say there's aliens or or what. He seemed like he was. His mind is leaning towards it. Um, but in my mind, I was like, this dude's nuts because, you know, I didn't know. So when this movie was being developed, that show Doomsday Preppers was a big deal. Right. And it plays on, it plays a lot with that. Like, this movie has has a bit of subtext about those kind of people. <laughs> um, one that, like, it gives you both sides of the argument, though. Because... If you pay attention to Howard's stuff, a lot of it has the same website written on it. He ordered it all from one website. Okay. And you get a really good close-up of it whenever she gets out of the uh, uh, the air shaft. Oh, and she puts on the envelope. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's a really good, uh, you can see it there, but if you're paying attention, it's all over the place. Hmm. And, uh, so I like that says, okay, like obviously, uh, he buys into a lot of conspiracy theories and he's, he's buying into the, uh, propaganda that probably this said website is putting out. And then, so it gives you that argument. And then at the end, of course, it's like, you're like, shit, Howard was right. Like, it's like you, you, you think, you think these people are crazy because they do these things, but you never know. Right. He that, was still crazy. He was still crazy for other reasons, yeah. but I mean the prepping part. Yeah. Yeah, which Howard is interesting. He's obviously he's super strong and uh, resourceful in this way of he has all this stuff ready for this thing that just happens to happen. But I kind of took it as his mind has not only is he out alone by himself so the kind of uh island crazy maybe a little bit right. but also I'm he could have PTSD from the war um i actually took i had a speaking of the war mm-hmm. um i kind of took this it could be a, a fun fan theory that um he is the same character he played in the big lebowski <laughs> because in that movie he's always mentioning how he was in Nam. Okay. So Nam. he leaves <laughs> the events of the Big Lebowski. He leaves the dude and comes and uh builds a builds bunker. Becomes a, <laughs> a farmer. I wish they had the same name, that would be awesome. I uh yeah, I was I was curious about his background and like while we got that he was in a navy and he did something he was like some kind of maybe satellite engineer. Mm-hmm. He obviously knew a a bit about electronics because there were scattered, there were pieces all scattered around as well. Um, but it felt like maybe his family raised him to constantly live in fear, which is maybe why he became uh, like a conspiracy theorist. Like he didn't mention his family at all, which kind of says to me, like he mentioned his immediate family, but not his, not like his upbringing. There were no pictures. Mm. Kind of made me feel like he didn't have a good relationship with them, probably. Um, and a lot of times like, th- and this is nothing, there's nothing wrong, uh, if you have a religious background, but, uh, but it felt like he had a lot of, like he had a very religious upbringing because like the no touching, you're not going to yeah. waste a single thing. And the no, no swearing at the swearing dinner table. The, yeah. The no table. swearing at the dinner table. Uh, and, but the thing that kind of threw me was that there was a fair, like the table was a family heirloom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, there was some importance there, but like I said, like we didn't get anything about his family, but that's kind of my implied backstory for Howard. Okay. And not to mention, like you said, he could be on conspiracy sites all the time. That's why he right. knows all this stuff. I mean, he's got the doomsday books and I mean, obviously he, knew, he oh, believes yeah. there'd be fallout, uh, for, yes. um, <laughs> on, so from, from the, the oh, uh, nuclear destruction i guess right and i mean we he he has reason to believe it because there was an attack and he sees uh frank and mildred just rotted yeah which evidently is from i'm guessing the gas came down on them yes Uh, probably probably going after all moving objects yeah um i mean of course we got the answer but i had a like i was writing down a bunch of questions like something i had was um was the big vibration like a monster or something and of course we figured out it was the ship at the end right so that was 
I was curious if that was going to go explained or not, or unexplained or not. Yeah, like I mean, like you're saying, Seth. But speaking of uh, Frank and Mildred, you were saying the back and forth. You don't know what it is. That and was so a big when he's first. Thing. You meet meet Frank and Mildred. Like I'm curious what you're thinking because I don't remember what I'm. I think I was thinking maybe there's like some people outside that are affected by the fallout that are dead and yeah are dead and because you at first you you see the like shimmer of hope when she's at the stairs and she sees the sunlight upstairs yeah. and you, he finally mentions that airlock closest thing to an airlock he could find takes her out and uh she sees them and gasps and where what did I, you think i don't know why i like i saw it and i was like oh man could really be happening like it's mm-hmm. not just this crazy dude to, who wants to you know do bad things to this nice nice lady mm-hmm. um but at the same time i don't know there's something about it like clearly maybe i was just trying to explain away it not being a thing because mm-hmm. i was like he could have like killed the pigs and just set them up nicely you know right mm-hmm. there Right, like hell, go out, see, it's a thing. Right, which is that what you were thinking? Because you said that about the lady. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I was, I actually thought maybe there were people, and uh, possibly like what's left. Uh, maybe it was Howard's mother and father. Mm. Is kind of where I went with it. Like, maybe Howard's psycho had an argument and killed him and set him up just nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where like I was wondering if it was staged, and I was not expecting pigs. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. then, and then you get the back and forth back to him of or why she's there because you see the red paint on the side of the truck from her car. Yeah. Uh, right. And so then she tells him or Emmett, he ran him off the road, which is the first time we get. I mean, we'd kind of heard them talk to each other, but that's the first time we get like their relationship a bit blossoming because he's trying to be friends with her by talking to her with the reading material and whatnot. Right. right. I like when you first see him. For some reason, I was expecting him to have been the one to hit her mm. because okay. he had the broken arm and you know all that kind of stuff. So I, you know, it looked like he had been in an accident or something. I- I did feel like until he confessed it, I felt like she was projecting the accident onto him. Yeah. Because while there was red on his truck, like, who's to say? I actually thought yeah. that red was maybe blood instead of I, was, uh, I thought instead it was of paint. Blood, yeah. Yeah. I I don't recall what I thought, but you, like you're saying, the back and forth just yeah that this, has that drives through the whole freaking right? movie. Uh, yeah, like even in the lighthearted parts of this movie, there was the tension was still there. I was like, this. yeah. Well, right after that, we get the dinner scene. God, yeah. And oh, man. that is one of the most uncomfortable, tense moments of any movie I think I've ever watched. Because mm. I, I even we watched it the first time, and I'm I don't know what's gonna happen, right. and just just the cringiness of the whole thing, especially when she starts pushing him and watching it this time, knowing what's going to happen. My stomach was turning. Oh geez. Cause Oh, that she was, she, that's what I, when I'm talking about her bravery and resilience, that That poor guy though, like he probably was like, what "What are you doing? doing? Yeah. But like when she put her hand on his hand, I was like, 
Oh my god, no! Yeah, I, uh, I was like, here we go. We're gonna push Howard, and it's yeah. gonna get really bad in a second. Oh yeah, and he then he was I, a loose cannon. Like, yeah, he never knew what he was. But thinking. like, he already had my mind turning towards the way that he would treat her versus the way that he'd treat him. Like, the dude wasn't doing anything, but he treated him as if he was like he didn't want right. him in there. Yeah. He wanted to be alone with her. Yeah, that's why he didn't want her to touch her. Right, right. and so like, Raven. just. Catching on to those little Perfect. things. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, this dude is weird. Like, yeah. It's bad. And I mean, the whole thing. <laughs> she cut him with a broken bottle, and he. Which, right after she grabs the keys and he sits down, I'm like, okay, she's got the keys. But then he grabs yeah. the bottle, and I'm like, oh, God, what now are you yeah. going to do? Seriously, yeah. what do you do? And I'm like, just throw him on the ground underneath him. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't hear that. Oh, yeah. My mind is racing towards what I would do, and I would have died like <laughs> so fast. Yeah, I would have made all the wrong decisions. But so then, after yeah. that, we get we get the dance or not the dance party. But we get like the music montage shortly after. Uh, yeah, um, we hear he uh, Howard confesses to her after yeah. she hits him. Which after she hits him, I'm thinking. Okay, he already warned you after you stabbed him once, don't do that again, and now you hit him with a bottle. There's no way he's going to be okay, but then he has that confession scene. I'm like, oh, he has guilt. That's why he's not mad at her. Yeah, and not only that, like his attentions became very clear when we learn about Brittany. His daughter. Yeah. That was a quotation. Is that? I thought her name was like... No, Megan was his daughter. Megan oh, okay. Was his daughter. And Brittany was the uh, Brittany was the girl's actual name, the girl that went missing. Right. And we see the Polaroid of Howard and Brittany. Um, That's a bit after, though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit sure. down the road, uh, but I was talking about like why he had that reaction to her was mm-hmm. because like his he had ulterior motives. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For because when I'm first watching this, I'm thinking. Okay, he keeps mentioning Megan, and I'm like, he wants a new daughter. He's trying, he's projecting right. Megan upon her, and but then when you watching it this time, the whole time I'm like, oh god, yeah, no, this it's is not. freaking this creepy, is so creepy, and it, even the, even I didn't even know that yet, but him doing that creeped me out, like. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that he wanted her to scene. be like, yeah. Oh well, no, the god. the worst, the the height of the creepiness is after he's killed Emmett and he comes in clean shaven with the ice yeah. cream. And I'm like, Oh God, this is he the is, worst yeah. thing. He's ever. the ice cream man. Yeah. Which that uh, scene. the charade scene was, was, ugh. which after he apologized uh, or confessed to her, you get uh, the stitching scene and I, you did it. I can't do that. I, in movies for the first time on the podcast, mentioning this i hate s- stitching scenes like right. i just it grosses me, me out so huh. much that's funny. that's interesting um, i've watched myself get stitched before I, I, like in real life it's i've had not, stitches once so and i was too young to remember i was like two years old i've had stitches a lot the pain um, even like wore off too so like i was feeling it they, they don't bother me but or i will tell you that thing realistic violence and realistic things like that mm-hmm. make mo- they get me like i can watch monsters and people die in a horror movie any day but like when it's real real it's just like nope like i don't want to see that like i feel like i'm watching uh 
what was that like TLC was the channel where they would show like all the surgeries and stuff uh, yeah. yeah exactly Chris. Uh, anyway after we get her stitching him up uh, he seems like he's kind of cooling down. We're like, okay, he's a normal guy. He's not that weird. I mean, he's kind of weird. Like we had the, we still have the dinner scene. Yeah. yeah. But uh, now he's kind of becoming more personal. Yeah. And they've got a bond. And yeah, they have a bond. And then we, right after that, we get her bond with Emmett be through the wall, which is mm-hmm. awesome scene. I love those both shots. Scene. And we learn both their characters very well with in such a realistic yeah. way because normally you could give backstory like that and come across super forced and super cheesy right but it felt so real especially the way they pause or she says she has mistakes and he just sits there and listens for a minute and she doesn't start and then he starts talking right i thought it was very well done yeah i didn't at first i was kind of like thinking that Emmett was actually maybe going to be like his little sidekick mm-hmm. and just kind of like the uh, like the weasel of the, you know, like the weasel sidekick. The one to make him feel comfortable and uh, like. I was just not having him at all, and uh, I I didn't. But eventually, like I eventually I liked him. Mm-hmm. But at first, it just felt like okay, like they're gonna he's gonna get close, and really he's gonna like rat her out for everything. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where yeah, I watching it, it the second time. I love the character. He's super fun and chill and. Uh, yeah. obviously trustworthy couldn't Sh- believe he died have to share the entire bond oh man that scene why yeah. uh, was it killed me watching it the first time and watching it this time i'm i have to see one of your faces so I, you're sitting right next to me seth's kind of at an angle so i go for his face and when the gun comes up his face was priceless because it was just the most shocking look <laughs> right with your eyes wide it open it happens and like, so fast yeah it, it does, does. And then, uh, I mean, like, I was worried that it was going to happen, but, like... Not that. And then seeing the pieces of him later. That doesn't bother me. I was just like, Jesus. Yeah, I've seen it. But just the fact that it just happened. I don't know. Like, in my mind, I was like, is he going to kill him? It kind of seems like he's still going to kill him. But then it happened, and I was still like, oh, God, no. Uh, It was crazy. Yeah, it was very crazy. This, and and like another moment where it was a back and forth sort of thing, though. Even though we'd seen other stuff and whatnot, when she went and fixed the uh, the air mm-hmm. and she sees the help thing, I was like, "So someone else has been in here." Uh, I actually thought maybe that was on the on outside. the outside. That's how I took it f- the first time. I know. I, uh, I you you were writing it. notes, and I I almost like was. Just yeah, bumping you it. so you wouldn't miss that part when she right. sees the help sign. But luckily, you looked up, and um, she goes in there. And the first time I watched it, I thought she might have been. Uh, it might have been on the outside too. But she, yeah, she does feel it. Feel to, it. Um, but Pretty then you sure. get the earring on the ground too to yeah. show you that that's it what was it, scratched she, it was with scratched the earring. In right? The yeah, earring. the earring is how I know. Like, okay, it was on the inside. And then she's wearing the earring in that photo. Right. Uh, but before all that, we get the montage scene, like you mentioned earlier, with the. It completely changes, changes the tone. tone. Like we yeah. get the happy music and the puzzle solving. And um, what are they watching? They're kind of Can- like Cannibal to... Airlines. Yeah, Cannibal, <laughs> Cannibal Airlines. I was like, that sounds like an awesome movie. <laughs> but it, yeah, because it. I don't know. It looks. That beca- it becomes a fun time for a little bit of right. <laughs> the movie. Yeah, uh, but the tension the tension is still there because I'm just like after the opening, I was just like, when does all of a sudden like the music change and it's like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, it goes to that because it will, the music fades out and then we get um, uh, Emmett talking about the puzzle and being like, this poor cat, he's deformed. Right. He's about to go scuba and all that. Without an eye. Catfish. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) then you get the loud disrupting noise which is like what and like like matt said i've seen cloverfield so i'm thinking there's a monster out there or and but then it sounds helicopter-esque and i don't know what's going on howard mentions uh i think he mentions it's it's not not the russians yeah Um, or no it's not ours it could be the russians yeah but and then he, he then he introduces the uh, war tactics yeah. and mentions that, and which evidently is probably what happened. Whereas the events of Cloverfield is the first attack known, and it's that that's round one. Whereas this is ground sweeps. Right. That's what happened to Frank and Mildred. That's what's happening to Michelle at the end of the movie. Uh, round two. Yeah, expectations a lot. Yeah, and speaking of the aliens, like whenever she went outside and the house is glowing, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. was like, I I kind I kind of like for a moment I was there was two things. One, Howard looked really weird when he was deformed by that stuff, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And then the house starts glowing. I was like, was he one of the like? I literally went like, was he an alien? <laughs> Like was he maybe like a renegade or something? Like, or did he become the Toxic Avenger? The Toxic Avenger. And he comes up through the house. Gosh, that that was, was one of the bugging me. Though. <laughs> I was like, how did he survive that? I mean, it just burned the side of his face. Yeah, right. I was, I was just. I'm sure he'd die eventually. I mean, you saw yeah. his. If you paid attention, you could see like it was still burning his skull, like his flesh to the bone. Uh, yeah. But before that, we get the air filtration scene right after we find out about or right after we hear the loud boom and then the air filtration goes out he says oh that's not good uh hatch doesn't come down he says and that's worse and he starts talking about the air filtration is up there and immediately i hear matt go jesus (laughs) yeah it hits him he's like oh god they're gonna die of suffocation yeah Um, actually it wasn't that you want to know where my mind went the vents it went to the vent. It went to that lady. She crawled into one of the vents, and her body was in there, and they were going to have to get the body out or oh. something like that. That's where my my, my mind went to a very dark very place. Dark. Yeah, I definitely – I didn't go there, but I definitely, when we were watching this, thought, oh, God, we just heard something up there. And seeing Cloverfield, um, there's different types of creatures in that movie, so I'm thinking mm-hmm. – something's going to be in there and we're going to have a uh alien with Sigourney right. Weaver scene uh <laughs> which it kind of it kind of looked like that when she's in there it did, it did. She, it did. she I looks was very ripley-esque yeah. when her hair isn't down in her face yep that scene it i feel like they intentionally did that they're like building tension even for nothing <laughs> yeah just she makes it and then i'm like something's going to be in that room with her that's what I was thinking. All it was was an earring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that it helped. It plays with your expectations yeah. a lot. And well, but yeah, as soon as I saw that, it threw me off from another like skeptical little thing. Like, oh, so he abducts people and makes them believe that all this stuff is going on. <laughs> right. Well, see, I feel like Brittany must have been the test. He was somebody that maybe 
I think he was just a murderer. Well, I think that maybe Brittany was somebody that his daughter knew and he could get close to. And he put her in the bunker as kind of like a way of like, can you get out? Maybe. But then again, she also went missing two years ago and he's been building this thing for years. Yeah. That's all That's all they tell you about uh, how long it's been, uh, how long it's been around. Because I was curious of that. I was like, has he been building this for many years? Is this something that went up in six months? I think my thing was like, he's just deranged. Like his family left him. I assumed he was a serial killer and I think he it, didn't know the alien stuff was happening when he hit her. Maybe. And then he heard the alarm and was like, oh, snap. So he took her with her. Well, I think he with the Brittany thing. was not expecting like, Emmett, though. He abducted her right. to fill that little void that he had left from his family leaving. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Gross no, it, stuff. Very gross stuff. He may have killed his daughter, too. And his wife. Yeah, I kind of wondered that, yeah. actually. Like, they supposedly left Chicago, and of course, Emmett's like, oh, they left, it's fine, you know. But did they really? Right. I don't think they really did. Um, I mean, especially, like, look how quick Emmett was dissolved. Like, we're talking <laughs> hours. That was gross. That was really, really, really gross. Yeah. Plus, you like the character, you know? You didn't want to see him like that. No. 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 You don't. Um, Even though there was... I, I'm curious how much time actually passed as we watched this film uh, because yeah. you have no sense of that. And something that as we started to get into it, uh, I started to worry that it was going to drag because there's no there's no ticking clock, mm-hmm. right? So it was like, how are they going to keep the tension up? Especially when we had like, we started getting the more lighthearted stuff. I was like, is this movie going to just drag? Like, no. Who didn't? Ew. I kind of think it had to be like maybe a week or so because it seems like her her wound on her head is healing. Yeah. Or almost healed maybe at the end. Also, I would imagine it takes a good amount of time to make that entire outfit that she made. Right. I, I couldn't tell. I don't know. Like I kept I kept wondering because it can take three, three months or so for a bone to heal mm. with okay. her legs. So, yeah. I don't know. But I noticed that his, like his his wound on his head got healed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. So, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure. Another note I have is why I mean it becomes clear sort of later, um, or it does become clear later, I guess. But I was curious why the whole movie. I'm like, why do you give a shit about these two people? Why not just let them leave? Hmm. Of course, we get an answer. Mm-hmm. Right. Not completely. I don't know why he let Emmett go in. Well, like, he, that was Emmett the, fought his way yeah, in somehow. Yeah, Emmett fought his way in and even had that damaged arm. Yeah. yeah. From the guy. Looking gnarly. Yeah. Having, uh, having both protagonists injured, like, that was ingenious. That was the only way this movie would work. Because otherwise, two people could overpower one person. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, But that was, whoever wrote that, that was genius. That was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... uh. The original, what? The original writers of the cellar were Josh Campbell and Matt Stukin, and I guess I should say now I've I haven't read the script, but I've heard. I think I've read mostly. It was basically the same story, except with the back and forth and the whole time, except at the end, uh, she gets out. She finally escapes, and runs to runs or drives to the edge of a city to find it destroyed 
completely. Ah. Uh, just in utter destruction. Right. Interesting. It's I can see after reading a script like that why they could be like, hey, we can make this Cloverfield mm-hmm. and we can make sure it sells tickets. Yeah. Um, I, I know it hurt the fans in some aspect. Uh, I've heard some people like, because they went in expecting a direct connection. Oh, huh. right. And it's not a direct connection. No, not at all. And the uh, original, obviously, if you've seen the trailers, um, but not the movie, the head of the big part was the head of Statue of Liberty falling into the middle of the city. Yeah. So it kind of plays as a kaiju film where you th- that there's a giant monster in mm-hmm. the city. And so people just took it as Godzilla just coming from the ocean. But right. evidently this movie answers no, it's aliens. I thought they showed the creature. They in. kind of show it. Okay. Only, they, yeah, they show a little only bit. Only a little bit. It looks like a squid. Yeah, which it makes it seem that aliens in this universe, uh, Cloververse, as the director has said, um, it seems like they're all very similar, even in a way. Because uh-huh. we get the little dog creature, which has kind of the <sighs> sphincterish mouth-looking <laughs> thing that rips her mask off. Yeah. Uh, with, but it, I, I really... I heard a little bit of criticism, like calling the it saying it looked silly, the the mm-hmm. creature itself. But I thought, I mean, I took that it as cool. It had armor. I, yeah, it was I really it was cool. cool. It made me yeah. think of the uh, um, Days of Future Past mm. with the uh, the, Sentinels? the Sentinels. I can see that. It also made me think of uh, the one thing that I remember about Lady in the Water, which was like some weird dog creature that changed colors <laughs> yeah. yeah it hides in the grass i i yeah i went there uh so what do you think cloverfield three is gonna be um, do we follow her phase it's, three yeah. it's already announced uh it comes out this year supposedly called a uh, god particle and it's gonna be in space what mm-hmm. really okay astronauts and it's going to be alien. <laughs> right. I bet you it's going to be a prequel. I don't know. Before hey, they I hit Earth. We'll Phase God 3. I, I, um, Maybe we created them. Maybe. In space no, is often used <laughs> synonymously as jump the shark. Yeah. Like lots of people like, say like. Hellraiser, Jason, they all went yeah. there. Yeah, Waldo in space. Oh, <laughs> Leprechaun in space. Leprechaun That was a real space. movie. Oh, yeah. Um, so when I first heard somebody say that, I thought it That's was a happening. joke, and just they just meant jump the shark. But no, it's a real thing. First, I was taken aback, but then I thought, I liked Cloverfield. I liked this movie. I'm excited. I trust JJ. I'm excited to see what they did. They sure. Do. Jaws do you like space? JJ? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know there was Batman a Batman in space? I'm sorry. There was a uh kind of like there's a this Alien 2. There was a fifth Jaws film. I've heard I've heard you mention it before. But no, I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, there's a, there's a, I forget the name. I'll have to I'll, yeah, I'll get, I'll get you the name. But yeah, there was a fifth Jaws film. Good. Huh. Well, uh I'm glad you guys enjoyed it much like uh under the skin, this movie had ninety percent of critics enjoyed it and seventy-seven percent of audiences enjoyed it, which hmm. is wild to me. 
it yeah. made the Rotten Tomatoes top 100 list. I think it was top 20 actually. Uh, made my top 10. It's good. Yeah, no, it's it's it was great. Um, John Goodman, oh fantastic. My gosh. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's very few people uh, that can be as chameleon-like as John Goodman. I mean, he was in Roseanne. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen him like in Blues Brothers 2000. I've seen him in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I've seen him in a dozen different things. Yeah, the Coen brothers love him. Yeah. Um, But here, like, I've never seen John Goodman so (laughs) terrifying. (laughs) And just like, I am... Yeah, genuinely unsettled by you, old man. Like I, yeah, like I used to laugh at you all the time on TV <laughs> as a kid, but right now I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah he does great. Um, which was speaking of him and her, and the movie are nominated for the GC awards. I think we actually put Dan Trachtenberg as one of the best directors, or he's mm. up for best director. Um, which I am I. <laughs> push so hard i'm because i'm i'm gonna go in and vote in the poll too and i think i just spoiler alert i think i'm gonna vote for him because this movie has some awesome style in it Mm. like like i we mentioned the opening scene that was awesome i'm imagining he was on the editing floor for that the way his shots like you said, the, 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 you were afraid she's going to be a zombie thing. Like right. That was, I think he's so intention to intentionally took all these different shots. The scene in the ducks mm-hmm. to make you think, yeah. Or you have no idea what's going to happen. It played with your expectations. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he knew I mean, exactly what he was doing. And we get the, I, I thought it was really cool when she finally gets out actually right before she gets out it starts showing us the in mask like gopro shot those were awesome and it's you can hear her breathing super loud and it it's very <laughs> it alien pulls the suspense mm-hmm. um for you yeah because all you hear is her breathing like you don't see anything yeah. else and yeah or hear anything so else you, i was super curious to what was even out and it, when she gets out and she gets in the truck and immediately rips her suit yeah, and it's it's just pushing that. It's, that's the heart yeah. pounding scene. I love that. So, I'm voting for him. I don't know if it would have made my best 2016 list, but it was it was one of the best thrillers I've ever seen. Mm. Like thrillers and like it's just straight suspense. There's not mm. there's no real. I mean, there's creatures in this, but that's not. They're not the point. Right. Right. Yeah, we, me and Kendall were talking about, should I put it, should we put it on best of sci-fi? But then I was like, there's a little bit of that in it, and I think mm-hmm. we should keep it one movie per genre right. list. Do we want to have a... Favorite scene? Yeah. Oh, God. I know. Okay, what's yours? My favorite scene is the very end, where very she's end. driving away. We get that final tie of the bow to her story. She She's brave enough to go help. Um, and then not only that, you, you can see the city in the distance and then you get the flash of lightning with the giant spaceship in the sky. Right. I thought yeah. that was really, really cool. I had to agree with that too. That's your favorite? Well, yeah. Oh. I mean, I like the movie. Second time ever on the podcast. I know. I like the movie, but like the whole time, you know, it's like teasing my mind and like. Kindle. 
You can keep stalking. Uh, <laughs> Kindle's asleep, Kindle and uh, no. our dog Buffy is asleep in her lap. <laughs> you guys are talking so much. And then uh, <laughs> do. the movie didn't give me a chance to just be like, "Oh, I like this." I mean, I, yeah, we had that like nice scene, but that couldn't be my. That wasn't real, you know. What I mean? It was just yeah. Like, I was playing with your expertise. Yeah. Oh, so really, you're like. Yeah. So the ending of the movie you. has to be the favorite. For one, it tone completely changes because there's something completely different with like being stuck in a bunker with a crazy dude who's got a rapey vibe and then being outdoors and still scary because you got this huge <laughs> alien ship, you know. Yeah, I heard shown. somebody compare this or not necessarily compare this movie, but it has this very great trope that are in a lot of the best horror thriller movies which is it's bad in here but it's way scarier outside right uh, like um the evil dead movies do that with the cabin mm-hmm. um i'd say alien does that because mm. obviously there's no survival in space right but you're stuck in this ship especially yeah, the second with an alien that. oh yeah definitely um i don't know classic trope i my favorite scene is probably the charade scene where they were playing charades. Yeah, gross. And it just Did you catch it as soon as he said it? Huh? Did you catch it as soon as he said it? That it was Santa Claus? Yeah. 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 It, was, it was pretty quick, yeah. I, I, I saw Seth go, oh, but then it looked like he changed your mind. Because did you go to God first? Yeah, I went to God okay, immediately. Okay, that's what I went to first. And then <laughs> after God is taken, I was like, okay. And then it was Santa Claus. And then Claus. Santa Claus, yeah. I, I it thought, didn't take it too long. I thought camera, and then I was like, Santa Claus. Yeah. Hmm. But his answers to... The little the woman. little women. I'm like, has he never seen Little Women or read it or no, seen the book sitting on a shelf? That's his that's his mindset. He yeah. wants a little girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't was, ever see he does girls see as women as a woman. She's it was grossing yeah. me out. Princess. Yeah. yeah. That, that's that's the little princess. Yeah. Like, Stop. Do you have a Stop. favorite scene? Well, it's what Amy came gave her ice cream. It's like yeah. shaved. It's like mm-hmm. Mm. I guess the ending. Like the same as me and Seth? No. Like Team us. Or the fight against the aliens. No, the very ending. Where she turned. Where she turned. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was mine. I was and listening. Oh. I was asleep. Oh, okay. She's zoning this out. This is the second podcast that I have fallen asleep in. What was the first one? Freaking the M. Night the one. M. Night which, uh, which that one we had recorded for like two hours, so that one made Right, yeah, made I noticed sense. that was really long. Yeah. Yeah, I was bored. Yeah, this is a well. We're recording at 11 p.m. right now for the listeners. And I have to work tomorrow. And Kendall has to work tomorrow. So, <clears throat> wish her luck. Good luck. Good luck, Kendall. She'll Get already out. have worked by the yeah. time you're listening to this. <laughs> we better call it a night. Yeah, better call mm. it. Go, li- go, uh, vote. go to Houston. V- vote for the poll on oh, our that. Facebook page. Um, vote Chlorophyll or don't. Is Kubo even on there? Yeah, Kubo's no, no one up voted for best for fantasy. It. Oh, is it? All right, yeah. I'll yeah. go vote for it. Everyone, join me. <laughs> Don't do it. I think it's up against... What is it up against? Me. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Fantastic mm-hmm. Beasts and there was another one. What yeah, there's three in every category. Fantasy was it Star Wars? No. 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 I, put, I went ahead and put that under sci-fi, sci-fi, even though it's questionable. Sure. Yeah. I don't know I what guess I should go vote. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Strange. Probably no, uh, no. So I didn't because we put up comic book 
best mm-hmm. comic book film, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to move any of those to sci-fi or fantasy. Do Give me a second. Them in more than one category. Uh, Swiss Army Man. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. And I'm sorry, but I voted for Swiss Army Man. Wow. You haven't even seen Kubo. Nope, I haven't seen Fantastic Beasts either, so mm. I can only vote for what I know. Kubo would have won. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Can I pull anything out of Kubo like I did Swiss Army Men? That's the question. <sighs> I don't know. We'll find hmm. out. I've heard great things about it. I'm excited, I'm excited to see, to see it. it. Yeah. Maybe I'll that. maybe I'll wait to vote until I've seen it because yeah. I'd also like to see Arrival first. Soon. I don't even know what that is to be honest. Mm-hmm. I've seen the name. I, people saying it hasn't it's good. grabbed me. What? I haven't seen Arrival. anything about it except for it's a it. like uh, Academy Award nominated sci-fi, sci-fi so film. that interests me. I'm like right. I, I haven't seen many of those. No, they're not. There's not many out there. I think the ah. Abyss is all that comes to mind. Interstellar was too. Was 2001 yeah. well taken when it came out? No. Okay, I feel like I thought I've heard that it like was hated when it first came out, but then like since then. So was Clockwork people... Orange, and so was The Shining. That's so weird. And now they are like looked upon as masterpieces. Planet of the Apes. All books. I bet that one probably probably was nominated for something. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Seth, Mm. how do we end the podcast? Bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how we should end all of them now? I'm actually gonna take the clip of that and just put it at the end of every podcast. From no, now you're on. gonna make it your uh, your freaking uh, <laughs> drums down. behind it. Yeah, with some drums. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, don't you know think where I'm these joking? That's going from? on the end of every podcast. Oh, jeez, that's the stinger. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you for listening to this podcast, guys. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcast app and join us next week for, uh, I don't know. Um, We're going to see John Wick tomorrow, Chapter 2. So we might do a non-nerdy 30 over that and post that up on the weekend. Uh, Maybe we'll go see Lego Batman this weekend and post that up next Wednesday. Who knows? I guarantee you there will be something up next week for sure because we're not slacking here except for the planning thing, of course. But who cares about that? Um, For the last time, if you want to go to our Facebook and check out the poll, vote for your favorite movies. We've got best comic book, best sci-fi, best fantasy, best director of a geeky movie, best actress in a geeky movie, best actor in a geeky movie. We've got best screenplay, best um, maybe that's it. Okay, well, anyway, go to facebook.com slash and vote. We'll see you guys next week. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> <laughs>